Hi, I'm Trevor. And I'm Laura. We're married, and we like to do a lot of different things together. But what got us together initially was that we love to eat and we like to drink. And we love to learn how our favorite foods and beverages came to be. In each episode of this podcast, we'll talk about something delicious and answer the question, Where did this come from? many other people feel this, but life at home all the time just means an endless supply of dishes. Oh my gosh. Like, I feel like I spent so much time yesterday doing dishes. There's already a full sink of dirty dishes. Yes. That's driving me crazy. So after we already finish, today, after we finish recording, I mean, we're going to do dishes again. We used to go to the office every day, at least Monday through Friday. So, you know, we're making at that point dinner every night, weeknights, and then maybe two to three meals on the weekends. Right. So you go from that to making 21 meals a week in your kitchen. I know. It's just like we've never had to run our dishwasher every day, but we pretty much run it every single day. And it's just the two of us. Yeah. We don't even have kids. Yeah. So I am just, my brain is swimming with too many dishes. Swimming in dish soap. Yeah. Which we don't want to make it seem like Laura does all the dishes. Like I definitely, That's true. we both, no, we, we definitely, both pull the weight we, there. We share, but. we share all the annoying chores, um, but it just we seems do. like I hate having a sink that's dirty and I just feel like our sink is always dirty. Yeah. I also dirty feel dishes. like our standard for how clean we want our house to be or how clean we're okay with our house being on a regular basis is uh, slightly lower than it used to be. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, we're just here. I know. I saw those dish time. towel ones that... And I should have bought it because it was kind of funny, but it was like, sorry about the mess, but we live here. <laughs> and I feel like that is... That's very true right now. So true um, in the current state of things. But this house has never been more lived in in the last three years we've been here than in the last yeah. six months of COVID. Yep, exactly. But anyway, hope everyone is staying safe and sane in your own kind of COVID uh, environment. Your COVID bubble. COVID bubble. Um, today we are going to talk about pie. Yes, yes, pie. I'm so excited. So yeah. welcome back everybody to our podcast, Where Did This Come From? Where every week we talk about something delicious and the origin stories of where it came from. Exactly. And um, a lot of the topics that we've chosen so far do have a history that reaches way back. Yes. And pie is no exception. Oh man. So this topic was actually really fun to research I'm sure. because, um, you know, some of the other topics that we've done, there's a lot of like contested records, like this yeah. group of people invented this or this did. Mm-hmm. Um, and pie was actually a little bit more clear cut and there's a lot of fun facts. So we'll, we'll spend some time on fun facts. But awesome. Again, back to ancient Egypt. Damn. That's where pie starts. Damn. <laughs> and so the first record of a dish that's similar to what we know of pie, which was um, honey filling in an oat, barley, and wheat type of crust. So, Sounds like almost like baklava kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, there there's not... There wasn't like a recipe. No. no. <laughs> However. You didn't make the original Egyptian pie this week? <laughs> we did not. Um, although I did bake pie. In, you did bake pie And recently. it was really good. It was peach pie. One of my absolute favorites. In preparation for this episode, no exactly. less. Exactly. I wanted to get in the right mindset. Uh, but anyway, so 
that is sort of where where we start with pie. Um, there was one reference to a recipe for chicken pie mm. that was discovered on a tablet carved prior to 2000 BC. Damn. I, mean, um, I so, love savory pie, so. Yes. And actually, we'll get into this, but savory pie, you know, right now we, we think of pie as like kind of a dessert, a sweet mm-hmm. treat. Um, but the original use for pie was actually meat. Anyway, so um, so later on, closer to the 5th century BC, there was also reference to Pi um, in, in ancient Greece, mm-hmm. and they were believed to invent pie pastry, um, as that was mentioned in some of the plays written by Aristophanes, who was a So famous- like an old Greek playwright? Old Greek player was writing about pie. Was writing about pie in plays. Yeah, like here and there. I don't think he. It was like a. It wasn't like. It wasn't like this is the story. The first act of pie. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Um, Sort of like offhand references. Yeah. Um, So we know that this this stretches way back into history, Um, but the Romans, the ancient Romans, actually took pies even further. So they would make a pastry of flour, oil, water. And they'd cover up meat mm. with this mixture. And it was intended to actually preserve the meat and the juices and the flavors oh. of the filling. So the It was a way to make like the meat stretch longer than it normally would. Yes. Um, so the the crust part, what we would think of the crust, was not intended to be eaten. It was really oh. just to like save it was like kind of like like saran wrap wrap. like a wrapper (laughs) yeah exactly and there's a cookbook a roman cookbook from first century called apicius uh that mentions a recipe that includes pie cases and there's one that would be similar to cheesecake um, which uses a pastry as like the base layer so like a bottom of the pie is cheesecake a pie i think well, is it a cake though? Yeah, I guess that's a good question. I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't care to be honest with you. Right, I don't I eat wouldn't... it either way. I'm just curious because it could right. be either one. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, if you use the definition of pie as like anything with a crust, then yes. But this cheesecake-like dish yeah. has an interesting name of placenta. So, what's it called? Placenta. Oh my goodness! Fun fact. Um, we're going to be sprinkling in the fun facts. Of pie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But obviously as Romans conquered other areas, mm-hmm. their pies and their recipes found their way kind of across the, the globe, particularly into parts of Europe. Of course. So in medieval England, pies were called pies, but spelled P-Y-E-S. Um, okay. And... They were mostly filled with meat, so savory pies rather than sweet pies. Like the early pasties? Yeah. So mm. it'd be like beef, lamb, duck. Oh, man. Magpie, pigeon. Oh, magpie, pigeon. Yeah. I guess, I mean, pigeon's yeah. not that abnormal. Right. I mean, it was, it was meat that was available. So yeah. They... I mean, squab, which I don't know if you can still get, but squab is a, I mean, it's like a pigeon cousin kind of thing you can still get yeah. to cook. Yeah, I can't say I'd really be, like, super thrilled with a pigeon pie. It's because we consider pigeon in a much different way than they probably did then. True. I know. So, again, meat pies were primarily what what would make a pie. It wasn't really having much uh, 
sweet desserts. Yeah, they weren't for desserts, pie. yeah. Yeah. Although, which is funny because the, the first pie yeah, you're right. was honey-filled. So you would think that that also would that would be kind of desserty. Um, but again, in Europe, they were also having pies. Like the crust would just be meant to preserve the meat. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but it would be spiced with things like pepper, currants, or dates. So it's like a sweet, savory pie. There's sweetness to it, I mean. Yeah, I guess, like a mince meat yeah. pie kind of situation. Uh, but the pastry base was called a coffin. Oh, my. Actually. So that, that term was used for several centuries, basically. Pie coffin. Oh, pie. Yeah, it would just be called it the pastry itself. Instead of a crust, you would call it the coffin. Yeah. Um, and But pies would be used on sea voyages to save space. Uh, so instead of having, you know, a cook and all the food to be prepped on the ship, they would just have a stack of pies because huh. um, it would save space yeah. and the coffin would preserve the meat. Wow. That's clever. So pie in Britain kind of became sort of a, a symbol of, you know, not necessarily royalty, but um, entertainment. So cooks would try to outdo each other, and pies sort of became the centerpiece of gotcha. like banquets and gotcha, stuff. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, like just how they would be finished. Almost like cake battles you see on TV today. Yes, totally. Oh, wow. um, so they would bake like anything into them to sort of cause a, a reaction when the pastry lid was removed to reveal the filling. Um, so almost like, you know, the the sterling silver covers yeah. that you see in, like, I don't know, I'm picturing um, in, like, Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, were they, like, doing it for, sh- like, were they putting things show. in there for shock value or was it still edible? Um, so, both. Really? Um, so, I found this in one article. So, sometimes this would even include live actors reciting poetry. So, in, like, they in were... In the pie? Right. Obviously, they were... Large. So like a giant, it's like the big gag right, like someone cake like that jumping someone out of a cake. Out of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so actors reciting live poetry or musicians. Wow, um, coming out of these things. So pies kind of became this theatrical. Um, yeah, centerpiece. Centerpiece, exactly. Wow. Yeah. So Queen Elizabeth the first, who reigned from 1558 to 1603. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously this was the time um, where liter- English literature was really, you know, permeating society. Yeah. So Shakespeare and Christopher Marlowe mm-hmm. were writing during this time. Um, but the first cherry pie. Ooh, yeah. Was reportedly baked especially for Elizabeth. Really? Yes. So cherry pie was made originally for Queen Elizabeth I. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, Her reaction to it is unknown, so we don't know if she liked it. (laughs) She wasn't recorded on on the record as saying... (laughs) This is amazing or this is terrible, but... Well, um, I love it, so... Yeah, I do love cherry pie, too. Um, And it's hard to get good cherry pie. It is. You kind of have to make it yourself, which sometimes is a... I mean, it's a lot. I mean, cherries aren't exactly cheap produce either. They're not. And then you got to pit them all. Yeah. 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 It's very or you just buy a bag of frozen intensive. cherries like we do. Right. Um, but yeah, I thought that was that was kind of cool. Um, and then you know, again, going back to like sort of this ceremony of pies, mm-hmm. um, 
they became dramatic devices in the writing um, of, you know, Shakespeare specifically. So he Shakespeare killed off two main characters in Titus Andronicus by having them baked into a pie. Really? Um, for yes. So I guess this was an act of revenge for them a- attacking Titus Andronicus's daughter. Wow. I've never read that play, so. I haven't either, um, but apparently, spoiler, <laughs> Titus serves the pie to his victim's mother. Oh, man. <laughs> well, pretty dark. <laughs> I guess we've had 400 years to read it at this point, so. <laughs> right, I guess. Spoilers but... spoilers are okay. Yep. So apple pie, obviously we, we think of, we associate apple pie with U.S. American as apple pie. Yes. However... Apple pie did not originate in the U.S. Not surprising. originated in the U.K. And there is a reference to apple pie in the writing of Robert Greene. Um, So in 1589 in Menaphon by poet Robert Greene, he writes, Thy breath is like the steam of apple pies. Ooh. Is that good or bad? I think it's meant to be good. It's a compliment? I mean, I think... I yeah. would imagine it to be, but... Right, yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of odd <laughs> insults that flew around back then, too. Hot apple breath. Hot apple breath. <laughs> you come to me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, so apple pie goes way back further than, you know, the United States of America as we know it. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is I not mean, surprising. Many things that we think of being, you know, of American origins are definitely not. Yeah, I mean, we're... We were called the melting pot for a reason. I mean, everyone brought a little piece of something from home and kind of brought it here. So I'm not surprised we try to consider it as an American innovation, but also not surprised that it didn't start here either. No, exactly. And um, so there's a recipe for apple pie dating to the 14th century England, which kind of matches up. Mm -hmm. Um, And that recipe was printed by Geoffrey Chaucer. What? Yeah. Like... Canterbury Tales, Jeffrey yep. Chaucer? That's the one, wow. the very one. So he, was it his recipe or he just printed it? So that is unclear. Okay. It The article that I read alluded to the fact that it was his, but it doesn't say that he actually put it together. So gotcha. No, I, I mean, he probably wasn't a chef. He might have had a chef. Probably had a chef and maybe like Although I don't know, like and published it. Yeah. Um, but it included, it included ingredients like figs, raisins, pears, and apples. So it was more of like a fruit pie. Oh. Um, but it did not have any sugar in it. There was no sugar in it? Right. Wow. Which I don't actually know if granulated, I mean, sugar was... The way we think of it today. A common recipe ingredient, right? Like, did they This was in the the 14th century, you said? 14th century. So that's the 1300s? Yeah. I mean, based on my personal experience with the 1300s. That's right. I don't have any. Um, Yeah, no, I I have no idea. But anyway, they used other sources of natural sugar um, for the, the pie recipe. I mean, based on our rum episode, we know sugar cane was... True. ...a thing. I don't know how they were... Right. Using, they utilizing it then. Gotten it in England necessarily That's for true. baking purposes. That's true. That's true. Um, because probably everyone was making pies. Yeah. And sugar was a hot commodity for mm-hmm. the wealthier folks. Definitely. Um, 
Yeah, so like many other things, Pi came to America with the first English settlers, um, early early colonists, uh, baked their pies in sort of like narrow dishes. Um, And again, this was, they called the crossed coffins. So they weren't round. So they weren't round. Similarly to, you know, Roman times, um, you know, the, the pie crust were often not eaten, but they were just to... To cook the Again, stuff in preserve, preserve the it, ingredients yeah. and the flavors. Seems like such a waste it. to me because yeah. sometimes the best part of the pie is the crust. Yes, I totally agree. Um, yeah, during the American Revolution, the term crust was replaced. Or I'm sorry, the term coffin was replaced with crust. Did it say why or how that came to be? I don't know. Maybe people thought it was morbid. <laughs> and they were like, let's not. Let's... Call this something different. Yeah. Maybe they just started eating it and they're like, well, we can't call this the coffin anymore right. because. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't, I did not get People were a lot more morbid back then too, I think. Yeah. Totally. So after I was reading about, you know, pie coming to America through the colonists, um, you know, I was kind of searching because like many other pieces of history, I was kind of like, okay, well, did this really originate in Europe yeah. and come to the U.S.? You know, what other worldly versions of pies are there and essentially there's a version of pie in most parts of the world um so a couple of them so um piroshki is a small pie from russia piroshki yes so it's similar to pierogi if you okay that um but it's it's actually very different than a pierogi um, so really the similarities are just that it's a thing filled with other things. <laughs> gotcha. So less of a dumpling and more of a right. pie. Right. Uh, so a piroshki is a yeast bun coated with egg, and it could be filled with basically anything. So they could be sweet, filled with fruit, or, you know, savory, filled with beef. That almost sounds like um, stuffed bao, like stuffed bao buns. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, very similar. Um, a boboti pie is a South African meat pie. Um, the boboti is a specialty in Cape Town, apparently. Ooh, I'll have to ask my brother-in-law about that one. Yeah, and the dish dates back to mid-17th century. Um, so it's like a mixture of Dutch, Indian, and Indonesian flavors. Um, it's usually spiced beef or lamb with some kind of fruit chutney, mm-hmm. um, raisins, and other spices. Uh, so then it, the meat is mixed and then it's coated with the, the bread and covered with egg and milk oh, man. before baked. So it's like, that sounds good. Sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, and then Jian Bing is a Chinese meat pie. Uh, so it is usually pan fried and is found throughout China. Uh, and its filling varies from family to family. So it, but again, it's a savory pie mm-hmm. typically with meat pork, lamb, beef, um, and then a small piece of dough is filled with it. So it's kind of like a more dumpling size. Oh, these all sound so good. I so know. basically, other than like the Egyptian pie being the oldest recipe that can be, rec- like oh, that was recorded, mm-hmm. people, it seems like they they migrated out of Egypt and brought this concept all around the world. Right. And it all just kind of came up in its own way in a bunch of different places. Yeah. So like 
Pi found a way. Like it was gonna <laughs> happen. Has found a it way. was gonna happen. Yeah. It just it comes. It's, it's just really cool. Like all these different influences on this same idea. Yeah. Well, you can think about too of like what is available, and most cultures had some kind of green mm-hmm. water, some kind of fat or oil yeah. to mix together, and that's typically cheaper than meat. So, you know, using what is available, you know, okay, well, yeah, we have this, we can have a meal made out of this, like, cheaper bread flour product Mm -hmm. um, with a little bit of meat, and we can make it easy for people to consume. Yeah, it's amazing what humankind has been able to do over the millennia with just trying to, needing to adapt in order to just survive. Yep. And feed themselves. Yeah. There's a lot of cool topics that'll kind of recycle this idea but ingenuity of the human species is really really cool and how it kind of comes up in a similar way in a bunch of different areas and you can like go around the world just like eating various types of pies there's also a couple other pies from around the world that i wanted to mention so pie de limon um, is a classic mexican dish i also saw that it could have it could be from Peru as well. Um, but obviously that translates to lemon pie and is similar to a lemon meringue pie. I was that, say, we know. that sounds yep. really familiar. Yes. Uh, and then pastelitos de guayaba is a popular dish in Argentina and Uruguay. Hmm. Um, and pastelitos are fried, it's like a fried pie with something called membrillo. And that's a paste, it's like a Keen's paste. Yeah, membrillo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the dough is filled and then shaped kind of like a flour and then deep fried, mm. which also sounds great. That so sounds really good. Literally endless so supply of like tasty yeah. filled things. The all overarching, over the world. yeah, the overarching theme is that all pies are delicious. Is what it sounds like. Yes. So I did want to highlight the key lime pie oh, because yes. that is one of Trevor's favorite desserts and one of mine. Yeah, of course. Really. Um, and yes, actually, so flour bakery, oh, in, man. well, they're all over the place in Boston, but, um, there's one in Cambridgeport, which is right next to my office. And so when I was going to the office every day, I would eat at flour, like, I don't know, three times a week sometimes. Uh, and sometimes just for dessert, like grabbing a cookie Naturally. and every once in a while they would have like single pie slices Oh man! and their key lime pie is like the best thing I've ever tasted. It's so good. <laughs> I mean, key lime pie is so refreshing and delicious. It's really We had a great key lime pie at Atlantic Fish Company where we used to work, where we met actually. Yeah. That's really true. fantastic. That was key a good lime key lime pie. pie too. Yeah. I think the flower of a key lime pie beats it though. It probably does. But I mean Joanne Chang knows her way around a, a baked good. Let's yes. Put it that way. Yeah, she does indeed. Um but so the key lime pie, so it's like general knowledge that the key lime pie originated in Florida. Yeah, Key West, where, right? Where key limes grow. Um, but I guess a few years ago, um, this woman named Stella Parks, who was the author of Brave Tart and Iconic American Desserts. It's a book. Um, so she, in her research, I guess, for that book... Um, she highlights that Borden Milk Company actually invented the recipe in order to sell more sweet condensed milk. Um, and so the Borden Milk Company huh. was actually in New York. What? 
And the first recipe for key lime pie um, was written in 1931. In New York City. In New York City. Oh, man. So obviously this caused like a huge uproar in Florida. Of course it did. (laughs) And... So yeah, they the residents of Key West were very displeased by this. And so this guy named David Sloan, who's the author of a cookbook um, called the, the Key West Key Lime Pie Cookbook. Uh, There's a I whole guess, cookbook about key lime pie? I, I guess. Okay. <laughs> he uh, like went to the internet and requested people to like look through their archives, see if they could find a recipe that was dated prior to 1931. And I guess... In his book, he highlights that the key lime pie recipe came from a cook whose name was Aunt Sally, and (laughs) she worked for as a cook for a millionaire named William Curry in the mid eighteen hundreds. So she invented this pie for her boss. That was like that was like the lore story. That was close. Um, But so Sloan and the interwebs only found a local recipe for key lime pie dated 1939. Oh, no. Big swing and a miss. So they couldn't find one that beat the New York recipe. Wow. Pie controversy. Pie controversy. Oh, my gosh. Um, So who knows? You know, it could have just been not documented. Yeah, that's true. Um, That's true. And, you know, Aunt Sally could have very well invented key lime pie, uh, you know, in the mid-1800s, but it was not recorded until um, the Borden Milk Company published the recipe in 1931 well, in New York. So. Florida, I'm sorry for your loss, but yes, it sounds like you might be losing this battle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I thought that was that was like the most contested uh, piece of pie history that I the most could heated, really, yes. the most heated pie battle. Exactly. Um, but that's kind of fun. I also did not know that there is an annual national pie championship. Ooh. So they did have to cancel in 2020 for obvious reasons. Of course. But the last national pie championship um, was held in Orlando, Florida. And there were 728 pie entries. Whoa. I know. It's a lot of pie. And 200 judges. So I guess not every judge ate every pie. Yeah, you could. I mean, I'm sure there's different categories too. There is, yes. So there are. There was a category for commercial pie makers, um, the professional division, and the amateur division. Wow. And then within those, I'm guessing there's like different categories: savory, sweet. Yes. Yeah. And so can this, we go to this? Is this something like people can just go to? Um. So I. Th- Or do you have to be a pie maker? I think you have to. So I was looking at this. So there's the American Pie Council, which is an association in the U.S. Their website is piecouncil.org. There's a whole council for pie making? There's a whole council for pies, yes. Wow. Um, But they have different memberships. So you can join as a member on their website, and they have the same membership levels. So you could be a commercial member, a professional member, or an amateur member. Gotcha. Um, and I believe that you get certain discounts by being a member and entering and yeah. attending the National Pie Championship. Wow. So, I mean, if anyone has pie dreams out there. Yeah. The expression, um, easy as pie, it, it kind of comes from the pleasantness and ease involved when eating a pie. It's true. I always feel a little bit lighter of heart and spirit when I'm eating pie. Yeah, exactly. Um, So in 
the 19th century, the word pie was uh, used to describe someone who was kind to another person. Um, and that there's an example of that in The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Mark Twain. Oh, really? 1885. So the quote is, you're always as polite as pie to them. Oh, okay. So as sweet as pie. Sweet as pie, pie as polite pie. as pie. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Makes sense. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that's how they used it. I mean, it makes sense. Like, doesn't make sense. Right. (laughs) Um, But yes, so that is, that sort of wraps up pie. I kind of folded in the fun facts. I folded it in. Oh, fold in the cheese. (laughs) Fold it into the pie crust. (laughs) I did. Uh, So I made that that peach pie um, last week and. I normally don't make the crust. Yeah, you were very brave last week. I'm kind of a cheater. Um, But this time I did make the crust, and it was quite good, actually. It was really good. And actually not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Well, I mean, we have a food processor, so it's a little bit different. Right. That helped. Um, I made it a little... It was pretty flaky. It was good. But I did have... It was hard to, like, roll out. I had high aspirations of doing, like, a whole lattice work thing. Yes. Um, but that went that, out the window pretty quickly. That went out the window real fast. So real props to anyone that can do all that stuff. I need to practice. Yeah. So. I mean, it was delicious. I wouldn't sell yourself short. It, it was, was the really first good. time you'd ever made a pie crust. I love. I mean, I think pie doesn't get enough love. I think cake gets a little too, too much, much love. love. I agree. Um, I would much rather. If given a pie, slice of pie versus a slice of cake, I would take pie. Yeah. I mean... Pie just, it makes me think of childhood, like 100%, because my all-time favorite, I know I love, I love key lime pie, my all-time favorite dessert pie is strawberry rhubarb mm, pie. Yeah. And it just, it reminds me of my grandmother's house growing up in the summertime. Um, she had neighbors who grew rhubarb, and there's always too much rhubarb because there's only so many things you can do with it um so she would make an amazing strawberry rhubarb pie and it just reminds me of summer days hanging out in her pool barbecues strawberry rhubarb pie yeah um even to the point where again she would get this rhubarb and she would have extra so she would just in the summertime would be a plate of rhubarb on her kitchen table and next to it was a bowl of sugar and you would just run in the original fun dip the original fun dip (laughs) Uh, you would take the rhubarb, dip it in the sugar, and just eat it. Just eat and dip, yeah. eat and dip. I don't think I've ever had, um, like, raw rhubarb. It's I, quite bitter and tart, hence yeah. the bowl of sugar. So I do remember my grandma making strawberry rhubarb pie. Like, this was when I was really – I mean, she still makes it, but um, – I remember picking out the rhubarb pieces. They didn't like <laughs> the bitterness. Yeah. Now I love that balance. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but I was like, why would anyone put this in the pie with these yeah. delicious strawberries? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I think on the other the other side of the pie spectrum, of course, the savory pie. Yeah. Me being all of my ancestry is French-Canadian. Like right. My mom's side, my dad's side, going as far back as anyone's been able to go back. So over well over 100 years at this point. So for me and everyone else in my family, pork pie yeah. is like yeah, you king. guys are obsessed. I mean, you you love it too, but I like it too. Yeah, but I mean, the word in I don't love it as the much the, as the, you the French word for it is tortillere, um, and it is it is so good. I mean, yeah. it's it's like a pork potato filling in this buttery flaky pie crust, and we, it always makes me think of Thanksgiving and Christmas more yeah. often than not because that's generally when 
Well, it also like it. doesn't have a true recipe, right? Like it's kind of like a little it's, pinch of this, yeah. a little spot of that. I've been told it's not like a written down recipe, but I know my sister has a written down version of it that was verbalized to her from right. my father and or yes. he walked her through making it one day and she just wrote it down. But yeah. as far as my dad has said, the recipe he has came from his mother and his grandmother and it was just kind of like a verbalized recipe and it's a feel thing. Right. Because sometimes there's a little too much clove in it or sometimes there's a little too much nutmeg or yeah. whatever the spices are that go in there. And you can tell. You take one bite of the pork pie and you know, oh, it's a good, it's a yeah, good batch. it's a good batch. It's a good, it's a good year. It's a, yeah. it's a good year. It's going to be a good – we thought it was going to be a good year based on getting some good pork pie around the holidays. <laughs> yeah. Look what happened. Yeah. No, well, and the pork pie like that your dad makes, he always makes us one. Yes. During the holidays. Yes. We like get, we Super have, pie. we have a, a slice at the holiday gathering and then we usually get our own to enjoy all to ourselves. It's true. Um, and it's, it is really good with some mustard on it. This was a delicious topic. I'm not going to lie. We I really want more pie. <laughs> um, yeah, pie, I, I do. I love good pie, but I also can't eat a fruit pie without ice cream. <laughs> this is very true. She's, or whipped cream. She's unable to do it. I can't do it. How do you feel about cheddar cheese on apple pie? Uh, not great. It's not. It's definitely not for everybody. I but it's a. It's an old classic. Yeah, you know, I actually had flagged that to look up, and then I. I feel like it's an old steakhouse thing. I think. I just think it come it, from like Dutch, isn't it? I don't like know where Dutch? it comes from, but I do know several restaurants that I worked at had it as an option. Ugh. As like add cheddar cheese to your apple pie. I mean, you wouldn't do it a la mode if you had. You wouldn't do it with ice cream if you had cheddar on it. But it's just a different experience. Right. It's like a. It's honestly like a cheese. You have fruit and cheese together. Yeah, I I get that. I just. Uh, it's okay. Well, I'm not gonna make you eat apple pie with cheddar cheese. On yeah, it. I I just I don't really feel great about that. I don't <laughs> feel good about that. So we're not gonna do that. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll always make sure we've got ice cream. Yes. No, that is very important. Um, I'm going to go one step more with the controversy. In the, in the hierarchy of pie, mm-hmm. apple is very low on the list for me. I would agree with that, actually. It's it's good. Like if someone's like, hey, do you want a slice of pie? And I say, yeah, what kind? Like, apple. I'm like, I'm not going to say no to that. Right. But still a slice <laughs> of pie. But yeah, it's it, it might not even be in my – it's probably not even in my top five, to be honest with you. Yeah. No, I agree. I would say – Peach, What's your favorite is strawberry rhubarb, peach. key lime, blueberry. Ooh, yeah. Cherry, probably. Excellent Although, choices. Although, so I do like pear, like a cranberry pear. What about you? I mean, at the top is strawberry. If we're just doing dessert pie. Yeah, sorry. Strawberry. Pie. Well, I mean, there's only so many. There's only so many different. I do types like of chicken pot pie, pie I mean. but eh, yeah. Um, strawberry dessert. rhubarb, key lime pie, lemon meringue pie. Mm. Blueberry pie, cherry pie would probably be my top five. Yeah. Blueberry and cherry, you can swap them around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, same. So we like have pretty much aligned pie interests. We do, which is so that's which good is, for our marriage and stuff. It's great for the marriage. It explains why we've, you know, the last 10 years of being together have been so breezy, so easy as pie. Easy as pie. <laughs> yeah. Full circle. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah. On that note, I think we'll wrap it up for today. I have a lot of resources. Uh, so bbc.uk, time.com. There's an article written by Laura Mayer. Uh, The American Pie Council, which is piecouncil.org. Bakemag.com, smithsonianmag.com. 
foodandwine.com and knowyourphrase.com. And I think that's all we've got for today. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for joining us on this pie adventure. Yes. Uh, Please rate and review and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. Yes, please. It helps us out. We love hearing from you, but it also lets us know that you you like what we're doing and that we should keep on making these episodes for you, which, which we do really, really enjoy making these shows for you. So thanks again, everybody. Enjoy the week. Stay healthy. Be well. Stay sane. And we'll see you next time on Where Did This Come From?